drowned are the words the singer screams And I drink a toast to the ghost of all the things I have seen Cause we are all trying so hard to be all the things that we're not Like pretty and smart and clever and hard when we're all just weak and lost Back to sin And I am at it again Trying to let the demons win Hello Hi Hello Man It's nice to see you I'm glad you stumble in here out of the cold And it's really cold We don't get snow anymore We just get frightful fucking cold Welcome to the new world. Uh, this is uh, Loon the Pod, and I am Nathaniel South. And this is another solo one. Uh, I was starting to set up stuff, and um, COVID decided to fucking just explode, and so I've just kind of uh, gotten back to doing them by myself. Uh, I've talked to to Paul uh, about doing one, talking uh, about... Um, uh, uh, don't give up the ship, but, uh, I need to do it over zoom and I'm still pretty intimidated and reading stuff and trying to figure out how to do that. Um, because I'm a, I'm a work in progress. So in, in here we are, um, it is approaching the end of January, 2022 and, um, shit's still fucked, right? Um, I, I have, I have feelings. I've, I'm, uh, I have moments of real, um, fear and depression, but I am also kind of, um, getting my, my fighter stance about me because I do think that we're in for a fight of some kind, um, in general. I think that culturally, where things are at, where things are going, how things have been, how things are going to be, it, it is hard to believe that we're not going to have some real, real fucking issues, right? Um, so uh, when I have when I have more like detailed things about like stuff that I I think. Uh, I trust or or know of that's organizing the South Bend, you know, St. Joe County, Elkhart County community. I will start screaming it from here. Um, I'm going to continue to push uh, all of you folks towards um, podcasts like I Don't Speak German. Um, and uh, uh, it could happen here. It could happen here is a little more, um, I don't want to say... It could happen here hits on a lot more things, a broader range of subjects uh, about, uh, you know, uh, climate change and neo-fascism and historical touch points for uh, all of that echo, a lot of like eco-punk stuff, solar punk stuff, 
there's a lot going on. Uh, I don't speak German. Is just gonna fucking crack open that ugly, ugly egg of neo-Nazism and American fascism, and uh, explain what's going on and who's doing it and why they're doing it. And they're they're going to do a better job than me because they're pros at it, and I'm just a musician who fucking hates Nazis. Hates them. Um, uh, <laughs> Indiana, I believe, officially just uh, uh, repealed all uh, permit carry, carry permits. So I have mixed feelings about that. <laughs> I am not. I am not personally a huge uh, confiscate all the guns person, um, for very complex reasons that uh, I don't think Loon the Pot is a place to explain those. Um, DM me sometime. You know, we can do a video chat, and I can I can tell you why gun confiscation makes me nervous as a uh, a leftist. Um, but it definitely feels like, uh, things are continuing to march down a certain path. Um, I continue to document and see new three percenter stickers all over Elkhart County specifically. Remember that op one vets, uh, if you're, if you live in or work around Goshen, uh, you probably see that motherfucker's company vehicles everywhere uh uh know that 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 <clears throat> group and that storefront is a is a recruiting front for the three percenter militia so you know they were they the the three percenters uh are a mixed bag the not every three percenter militia is exactly the same as another one that being said uh all through the uprisings and January 6th and uh, all the places that right wingers are being shit bags with guns. Three percenters have been at almost all of them. So you fuck off with that neo-fascist shit, right? So, you know, it, it you, it's easy to feel overwhelmed. It's easy to feel frightened. It's easy to feel depressed. And, and in fact, I would argue that all of those feelings are, healthy and normal. <clears throat> that being said, I personally am, am in this weird, weird, good place of like, part of me is just like, all right, you know, I got to get, got to keep being motivated. Got to keep documenting those, those three per stickers. Uh, got to keep screaming about, you know, women's reproductive rights and people with uteruses, reproductive rights. Um, and and just do everything I can to keep the people around me as safe as I can. You know, that's what I'm here for. Uh, South Bend is my home, and it is where uh, I make art, and I make my uh, rest my head and take care of my pugs, take care of Kim, my cat. So... Um, I hope you are well, or as well as you can be. Sorry, I've just, uh, I've just really gotten into a habit of 
drinking tea during during these now. Um, matcha tea, amazing. I highly recommend it. Uh, if you can, try it. So um, that kind of is a state of the state of the moment uh, rant here at the top. And so now we will we will segue into a very special hot topics. Today's hot topics, this week's hot topics, is um ab- uh, about um oh, and I know I've said it before, but Sean, uh, I think you listened to all of these. Uh, thank you so very much for helping me workshop that name because it is it is just a chef's kiss. Mwah. Just the perfect thing. Um, I, I'm gonna do another. Uh, uh, I, I'm gonna do a different one where I'm not gonna stick to the rigid format of stuff that I sold people at Hot Topic. I'm gonna talk about uh, a local band. Uh, this week, uh, Bailey Williams and Leatherface both uh, dropped stuff, and um, I. They they're both um, amazing, and I'm gonna put them in the show notes. Uh, go and and listen and support. And it just made me realize that I just want to keep being more vocal about local art and local music because I think there's some really important and special stuff happening right here and and one of the things that bums me out about covid and our collective response to it is i have not been able to see these beautiful people make music Uh, and and selfishly i have not been able to make music either out out for crowds um so uh today uh i want to talk about the rutabaga the rutabaga is a very easy place to start. In fact, Nat Fitzgerald of Spaceships, uh, uh, who also has a podcast that I'll put in the show notes, um, where they talk about music. Nat started an article he did for Tuned Up, an online magazine. Um, basically, like if you're going to talk about the South Bend scene, you got to start with the rutabaga. And I can't argue with him. Um, the rutabaga is in, incredibly. I, the the normal words that we use to describe uh, talented good music uh, bum me out about the rutabaga. That's how good they are. If I say they're they're talented musicians, that doesn't feel like I'm telling you what I mean. If I say the songs are catchy, that doesn't feel like I'm telling you what I mean. If um. If I say the lyrics are powerful and personal and poetic, that doesn't feel right either. Uh, if I tell you that Garth plays the drums uh, live during a Rutabaga show, like if he doesn't put every emotion into every strike, all of us are going to collectively die. That doesn't feel like I'm explaining it right. If I say that Josh pours all of his heart out onto stage to let us all collectively feel more connected, that doesn't feel right. They are one of the most powerful bands I have ever seen 
live and I have seen a lot of fucking bands, a lot of great bands, a lot of amazing bands. And I'm telling you, the Rutabaga is one of the best bands I have ever seen live in my whole life. And I think sometimes uh, you can fall into the trap when you're talking about people that you're friends with of um, either thinking it's not cool to talk about your local scene and your local friends or to think that, um, you know, when I when when we were younger and I think I I would have been guilty of this, too. There's um even if you say it's not a competition, some of that bullshit can get into you. So if if you build somebody else up too much, you feel like you're knocking yourself down. And uh, also there's a little bit of like, well, nobody's going to take me seriously because I'm friends with them and they're just going to say you're friends with them. And and that's that that that's very possible. That's your bad. <laughs> like if if you if you hear me talk about the rutabaga and think, well, he just fucking knows him, so who gives a shit? Well, that's that's on you. I, that you're you are only hurting yourself by not taking in just a great fucking band. And I, I thought a lot today once I decided I was going to talk about them of how I was going to approach it. And I still don't completely know how I want to. They are, if you had to just put them in a genre, you would say they're indie. They're, they're, they're like an old school college rock, indie rock band. That's the, the energy, the vibe. That's probably the thing that most easily clicks into, but there's a lot of what, I grew up in the 90s thinking of as emo in there. Uh, there's um like sense uh sense field and um uh you know I don't know braid and like some of the promise ring and some of the some of those like not exactly, not not a one to one, but it there's a there's a vibe, there's a a something that pushes it into a territory that doesn't feel like just indie rock to me. Um, there's there's shoegaze in there. There's a there is um, a, a smattering of of shoegaze vibe of of some of the guitar tones and the ambience that they play with is definitely you know shoegazy uh and and there's uh, a, a whole lot of pop you know there's a whole lot of Beatles and the Beach Boys as far as like finding a hook and and then harmonizing like having harmonies with those hooks and it's rock and roll you know it's 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 also rock and roll and I, I sound wise, sonically, the first time I heard them and I've, I've been trying to figure out where was the first time I heard the rutabaga. And I, it, it, I think it was at McCormick's, I think, and I think it was around the time that we were getting ready to record the ship is sinking 
in that neighborhood because um, Garth ended up recording the ship is sinking. And um, I, I think um, I think it was on a similar trajectory as when they really started doing uh, rutabaga stuff. Um, but all of that, you know, as you get older, it's harder to like, I'd have to really like look up dates and times and, um, I don't know, I might put there. Um, so unreliable narrator came out in 2016 and that that's the album for sure that they were recording, uh, like it, like in the middle of us recording, yeah, so Brother, uh, The Lights Don't Work came out in 2013. And um, so it, it was, uh, which, now that I think about it, that might have been the same time that we started recording <laughs> The Ship is Sinking, which is, uh, was it just took two two years. Yeah. Yeah, sounds about right. Um, and I, I, but I do distinctly remember, uh, as they started playing, just being instantaneously like happy and warm and like connected. And I've I've gotten to see Josh play music since we were kids, and 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 this is probably a good time to explain Josh and I's relationship. Um, I have known Josh since we were children, like eight, nine, ten. He went to Northside Baptist which was the church that I went to growing up. Uh, and we were, we were in Awanas together. Um, we occasionally, I would go over to his house in between church services. You know, you would do that thing. You'd go and like have lunch and, uh, and, and we were friends. I mean, we were kids. So we were kid friends, and that's not to say that that's bad. Just like uh, when you're a kid, you're kind of friends with who's around you. So, um, we stopped going to Northside Baptist, my family, and uh, we started going. Or, or he, his family left first. I can't remember, but there was like a where we we weren't around each other for a chunk of time. And then um, I started going to uh, Elkhart Baptist Christian School, which is now called Elkhart Christian Academy. And Josh was also going there. And it was like, hey, a person I knew when I was eight. And there was like Josh has always been a sweetheart, but like he was slightly older. I was slightly younger. High school's weird. And he wasn't around very long. He. And I've, we've never, for whatever reason, I've never actually talked to him about 
and I, I should, and I feel like a bit of an ass that I've just never, I, I don't know. I've never talked to him about like why he left the school. I, I can guess. I mean, he was already rocking and rolling, man. He was already into like we weirder music than the rest of us and d- deeper underground music than the rest of us and, and seemed hipper than the rest of us. And uh, at least that's my memory of him. And then he bounced. He was out. And um, years later, now not having seen or talked to him in years and years and years, I start working at Hot Topic. And during my time at Hot Topic, I um, meet Chad. And Chad reminds me of Josh and he's like Josh Hensley has been in so many fucking important bands around here uh and I won't remember all the names of all of them so I'm not going to try uh but he, he you know it it was interesting like the way that people like Chad talked about Josh was understandably like the, like he's fucking very good uh, he was very talented and his music's really great and and like to me this is just like an 8 year old that i like fucking ran around a backyard with and uh we went and saw i forget what band he was in at the time but we went and saw them at the anchor inn um it was fucking terrible. And anyways, we went and saw him at the anchor in, uh, and, um, it fucked me up. <laughs> like, I was like, Oh my God, like this, this person that I like, Holy shit. <laughs> very good. Like, uh, wow. Like I didn't know. Like, it's a very weird, um, thing when you when you run back into somebody that you grew up with as children and um your life has had similar paths and and you know you're I I don't even know how to explain it it was uh it was a very interesting moment and then you know things kept going kept changing kept kicking around now I start up loon I start getting my fucking act together um, and that's around that time, uh, after the first record and before the second record, um, Garth's name is just thrown around a ton by everyone when we were looking for somebody to record the next record with. And, um, then I find out talking with Garth, you know, oh, I know Josh too. We're in this band called the Rude Vega. And, instantly felt connected to Garth and, and felt like, um, I, I don't kindred, kindred spirits. Uh, like uh, he, he got loon in a way that not a lot of people always have. And that's not, to, not, I, and I mean that like on a, like I've, I've talked about on here and we've talked about with other people, like, the the change between the ship is sinking and don't give up the ship sonically is pretty drastic and it was definitely us 
deciding to be a fucking rock and roll band. And Garth got that immediately and was very important to helping us, helping me, uh, a guitar player who at the time owned no pedal or, or maybe a tube screamer. I might have owned a tube screamer still. But I like had no gear. I had an Epiphone Les Paul and... Uh, and the want to be a rock and roll rhythm guitar player. And he helped me a ton figure out how to do that. And I'm forever grateful to him. And so that it's probably way too long. I probably took way too much time explaining my relationship and connection with them. Uh, specifically with Josh and Josh and I's background, it's going to be important as we lead into the song that I want to play of theirs. Um, <clears throat> the Rutabaga is just a very em- em- emotional band. Like the the stuff Josh is singing about, the parts of his heart that he lays bare, and lets all of us live in with him for three minutes and fifty seconds. Uh, is is beautiful. Um, I um. When I was on Shit Musicians Say, uh, I referenced Josh specifically because I, I think of Josh and Josh's lyrics and how personal and intense he is, but is very poetic. And and I, f- I feel like my lyrics are not as poetic. I feel like I punch people in the face. And I'm very... I I don't know if envy is the right word. I, I admire. I really. It's when you don't know how to do something really, and you see somebody else do it really well. You're like, fuck, that's good, man. I'm not good like that. That's good. That's super good. Um. And and he he is it and uh, there's so much that I could dig into. There's so you know, there's a world where they deserve a podcast that is just somebody going through song by song uh, through everything they've done. But I, I, I don't want to do that. What I do want to do is talk about the song of theirs that is probably the most important and special to me. Um, it is one that makes me cry almost, almost every time I hear it. And what's interesting is it's probably one of the bouncier like uh songs like it's it's a it's it's got a hook and it's got a bounce man it it moves but the the words knowing and again things that I've never had the courage to ask Josh directly uh uh so this is very much my interpretation of it um but he, he it feels like he is referencing our shared childhood uh, uh, of of religious upbringing and how that makes you feel. Um, Josh has been. I, I don't want to. I don't want to embarrass him too much. He has been a very good friend, as I have um, ex- started verbalizing more and more um, abuse that started when we were friends. Um, frankly, like when we were children. And 
he is he he does not share uh that background on that side but i think shares some of the baggage of it i'm i'm not doing a good job of explaining it it was very hard to be abused as a child by people who made you go to church three times a week and uh there is a lot that ha- that intertwines with that that f- made me hurt very badly <clears throat> and so um shiny uh destination it it feels very personal to to me and I want to, uh, and and we're gonna we're gonna wrap it up. I'm sorry. I know this has been a a fucking mess of an episode, um, but uh, I I the I mean I don't know. You don't have to listen to it. That's <laughs> I don't. I want you to listen to it. I I want to just read the lyrics for Shiny Destination, and then we'll play it, and and then I will we'll we'll end it. But um, here it is. I don't need no final motivation to make me feel weird, to make me feel inferior. I don't need no extra indication to make me feel sad, to make me feel interior. I don't need no grand declaration to make me feel near, to make me feel ulterior. And all I want to do is sit down right beside of you and stare into the sky, pretend that we don't want to die. I don't need no shiny destination to make me feel safe, to make me feel superior. I don't need no Baptist complication to make me feel queer, to make me feel super queer. And all I want to do is sit down right beside of you stare into the sky pretend that we don't want to die all i want to see are eyes that might believe in me and stare into my soul maybe you don't want to go away um in like i'm getting i'm getting emotional now just reading it um i am i'm 41 i'm going to be 42 in april and um I am still very much struggling with who I am as a person. I have not uh, declared myself queer. Uh, I do not use the word queer to describe me personally. But, and this is the first time I've even really verbalized this out loud. It is something that I am wrestling with. What is queerness? What is my queerness if I have it? Am I allowed to have it? Should I have it? Do I deserve to have it? Does the world need another six foot three, you know, pert near 400 pound bearded white dude, masculine looking dude, co-opting years of... I don't know. And I don't know what Josh specifically meant 
by the I don't need no Baptist complication to make me feel queer, to make me feel super queer. Because the word queer has meant so many things and can mean so many things. Um, And the whole song rips at me. But the first time I heard that, it was like getting punched in the throat. In a, in a good way. I was like getting hugged in the throat. I don't know, like a pug, uh, a hug punch. Cause I, yeah, man. Yeah. 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 I don't, I don't, uh, there's, there's so much stuff that I was born with and then that was beat into me and raped into me that, uh, I don't I don't need the add-ons of of the church that he and I grew up in to make me feel fucking shitty and unsure. I can do that fine all on my own. And um it felt really good to hear somebody else say that. And it felt even better to have somebody else say it in such a beautiful song and it felt way better to have somebody else say it in a beautiful song that also grew up in the church and school and shit that I grew up in. So thanks, Josh. Thanks, Garth. I, um, means a lot. You guys mean a lot. The South Bend music scene means a lot to me. Um, I cannot wait to play music again. I, I want to be the, uh, the speed bump on your way to a rutabaga set again in my life. And so, uh, let's, uh, let's listen to shiny destination.
really good song, right? It's a really good song. And I I love I love them and I love music and I love that music can make me feel happy and I love that it can make me feel sad and I can love that it, it makes me feel closer even to people that I've known since I was 8 years old. Uh what a magical fucking thing music is. I may not personally believe in a higher power, but I believe in mother rock and roll with all of my heart. And I will continue to preach the gospel of 4-4 time until I can't do anything anymore. I love you very much. And Loon loves you very much. Be anti-fascist. Be anti-racist. Be pro-black and brown. Get in the streets and tell those racist, white supremacist, fascists to fuck off if they show up in your place. Be pro-queer and trans. Uh, Continue to fight the gender constructs that you've built into yourself and know that they are figments of our imagination and they are also the chains that are holding us down and holding us back. That there is a better world out there and we can find it together. Hierarchies are bullshit. (laughs) And America may not have ever believed everyone was created equal, but they are. I will see you when I see you, and I will talk to you next weekend. Good night.